And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a writer who spends what little free time she has sneaking into people's houses and decorating their bare ass walls. It's Wendy Molyneux. And he's a comedian who's relearning how to socialize. For example, he now remembers which appendage you shouldn't extend to someone when saying hello. It's David Huntsberger. Tone Zone is here to spend his entire per diem on shirts with very complicated patterns. I'm Rosman Daniels saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little no-bake chocolate oatmeal cookies, parentheses, because it's hot outside, and boy, howdy, is it hot and steamy. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Stacey Ann Anderson. Um, there was a runner-up, and it was Robin Kern sent in an array of British desserts because her friend in England is having surgery tonight. Um, so like an honor for friend. And I thought that is sweet. It's also like a very heavy note to start the show on. So I thought I'll just mention it second, you know, when it's more appropriate. I'm laughing at myself because I did start the show on that note. Anyway, good luck to your friend. Uh, it is hot. An array of stuff on Patreon, weekly bonus episodes, Zoom parties. There's a level where you can text me. You can watch video of the Thursday shows when we do them on Zoom. I'm getting the place set up for video one of these days. Trust me. And just, you know, so much access to me. You'll beg me to leave you alone. Again, patreon.com slash Rosen. Um, very excited to say hello to my guest today. We have quite a show for you. Wendy Molino. hello. Hi. How's it going? It's going all right. I have an announcement about my foot, but I can wait. Ooh. Oh, this is a foot tease. Yeah. It's good. Okay. So you guys definitely stick around for like four minutes from now when we find out what it bum, is. Bum, bum. I can't. Tony. This yes. Is, do you have any drops that would be appropriate for a foot for foot news? That, no, I don't need it yet. I'm just saying we're going to circle back to foot news. Okay. It is so fucking hot in here. Daniel, I'm looking at you. because it's not fair and it also doesn't make sense however i in my head i've decided we live in burbank and in california because of you and if it weren't for you then i would be living in a cold climate except i was where's that well in my head new york except i was talking to a friend who lives in new york today because she listened to the chris gethard episode where i discussed this situation uh, and she was like, oh, yeah, it's like 90 and humid all the time here now. Maybe Tasmania right now would be cold, right? Where is Tasmania? Isn't it southern tip of Australia? Is, are, is it cold there now? Um, it yeah, it's their winter, winter there. Yeah. It's their winter now. Well, yeah, because everything's inside out and upside down there, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be a reverse snowbird, an inside out, upside down snowbird, which means I just go where it's cold. You know, like old people go to Florida when it's hot. Or Burbank. Or like, Tucson. When it's the summer. Like a koala is an inside-out raccoon, right? If you've flipped them inside-out, like, yes. inside, like a reversible jacket. I 
Yes. Like <laughs> that you, is right. If a raccoon goes to Australia, it gets flipped inside out and right. then it's a koala. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Just checking. Um, I have a stuffed animal that I've had since I was six. Her name is koala. No, no. We have a stuffed animal. Oh, is that how it works now? <laughs> I, it sleeps with us every night, so it's ours. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far with it. <laughs> I was just going to talk about how if you, I've never turned it inside out, but maybe well, it's you, a raccoon. I wasn't going to no, say that it, it goes in a bed. Stuffed animals is only the real animal. Oh, that it's makes like sense. how there it's winter now, and here it's summer. If a raccoon goes yeah. to Australia, it flips inside out, and that's its the, insides are a koala. That makes the sense. Only, that's the only species that does that? No, there's several. Uh, you like, won't believe what a crocodile <laughs> is here. What is it? A dove. What? Yeah, if you flip a dove, you start with the mouth and you kind of push the insides out. And that one's like really compressed. So when it comes out of the mouth, <laughs> a crocodile. Wait, but doves fly. So you're telling me they go to the, they make this journey to the other hemisphere. The no, moment no, no, they, they don't cross go, the equator, they don't want to. Oh, but they if don't. You, they, if they did, like if you brought one in a cage on the airplane, big mistake. Yeah, they would <laughs> The minute flip. you're in the airspace, all of a sudden you're in the plane, imagine holding a... Ladies and gentlemen, we not to alarm you. Cage. We've just learned we have a dove in our cargo space. Yeah. That would happen. Yeah, if there are any Dundees on board <laughs> who could handle the dove when it transforms into a crocodile, please alert the, the flight attendant. And then someone's like, "I can do Hi, it." Hi, I'm Steve Dundee. And I, I have bad news for you. I don't, I don't deal with crocodiles. Oh, <laughs> no. You've re- you've renounced your family heritage, sir. I don't like being put in a box and everybody in my family was like, you're going to go into the crocodile game. And I said, I'm not. Wow, you're that's not- such a good accent. I can't do it's that. It's really accent. good. It's almost oh, as good it. as my South African. Oh, boy. Here we go. We're already doing it and we haven't even gone through the intro. Safe. 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 By the way, afterwards I listened and that is not how South Africans say South. They say South. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I feel like I've captured the essence. You know, sometimes you have to go too far to illustrate something. David Huntsberger, hello. Oh, Welcome hello. to the show. Thanks for having me. Um, it is wonderful to see you. Yeah. Wonderful to catch up. Tony Thaxton, hello. Hello. I've introduced you out of order because I yeah. haven't swung around oh, yeah, to Daniel yet. So you don't have intros it. and Daniel. I was really hoping he'd introduce himself as Bert Knuckles, of course. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bert Knuckles. By the way, I that forgot. feels like months and yeah. months yes, ago. Yes, it does. Yeah. I could be Bert Knuckles for you. Bert Knuckles. Two-syllable Irish, Irish name. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony, I felt like you were about to say something. Oh, no. I wasn't. Oh. I got I got literally nothing it's because it's so fucking hot and uh, just uh, just every uh, it should be exciting right now because we can like start doing things again and i'm just fucking bored it's you're bored Bored? here now is this a commentary on us (laughs) this is the problem i was having a great day until i got here i recently on the chris gethard episode i said that it's so hot it's making me loathe my life and you took that personally. You're like, well, as a, I'm sure Daniel and the kids would feel great about that. And as someone who's <clears throat> a big part of your life, thank you. So you being bored now, we are all taking it personally. Yeah, I am. Big time, man. Big yeah, time. Yeah, what the hell, dude? <laughs> well, this is, uh, this is what happens when you're the bad boy podcasting. You don't Doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Daniel, hello. Hi. I... Could not remember what the reference was to David offering the wrong appendage when he meets someone or greets someone. Oh, he just said he's learning to re-socialize himself, and I thought it would be funny if he forgot how to <laughs> shake hands, what to 
So in your scenario, I was doing something inappropriate to greet <laughs> other humans. That'd probably be the most friendly thing you could do if you think about it. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it depends. It's the ultimate sign of trust. trust oh, from trust. If what, what? do you mean? If trust. Well, if you handed someone uh, your junk, your junk when you said hello, it's like saying I trust you with my junk. No, that's <laughs> just saying that. you're a sex offender. Yeah. So are you trying to that's reframe? That's one way to look at it. Like the whole Louis okay. C.K. thing was oh, he was just like trying know. to tell people he trusted them. I didn't know I was at the woke table. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, <laughs> welcome to this, the woke table where I don't think that men <laughs> thrusting their wiener upon you as a hello Unbelievable. is a gesture oh. of trust. You know, petite weenie. <laughs> okay you know i see where i i, I see when i'm at, at the wrong place yeah you know, end time there was a time <laughs> you know back in the 50s yeah that's uh, when that's guys did President that all the time truman would address the nation in full flag <laughs> <laughs> is erection a waving in the wind next thing you know God. you'll you'll try to teach the kids that uh george washington didn't open his b-hole for his troops when he was giving them speeches that helped their morale yeah yeah but I never i i'm one of those people that doesn't know but i love like if someone turns me onto a podcast it's like this is the history they don't tell you about yep. so this, i'm fascinated by how do you this. think we won the revolutionary war it was sunning their b-holes anal <laughs> oh extra um vitamin d like right in the bloodstream that's right and it gave him that extra boost I've never heard this. Yeah, well, you can't teach it now. Too woke. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame. It really is. All that we've lost with this correction in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <clears throat> what is happening to my throat? I don't know. You don't have Delta virus, do you? I hope not. God, I don't okay. think so. All you right. can't. You know those uh, rapid tests that yeah. you were talking about? They are sold out sold everywhere. Out. I ordered some. <gasps> oh, on no, because lo- I have some at home, but not that many. That's smart. I only have like six left, though. Hoard them. I'm going to. Uh, I ordered some. They should be arriving this week. Mm. But there's a run on them in the stores. And I really kicked myself because I could have bought them when I saw them in the store. But I didn't. So I'm like, we don't need them right now. Oh, no. Now I would like to have some. Uh, I, I want to get to the big foot foot. I said foot weird. I want to get to the big foot news. Okay. Um, big first, foot news. <laughs> the big foot news. Yeah, I know a lot of people just tuned in and they're going to be disappointed. Um, but first, I just want to address what you said, Tony, about this time is supposed to be exciting. Um, I am excited by being able to do podcasts in person again and stuff like that. No, I am too. I was slightly this, exaggerating. But there's a but. Yes. Not the one that George Washington used to win the war, mm-hmm. a different one. The butt is, it is a confusing time By right the way, now. his butt was made out of wood. Did you know that? I didn't know Back that. Back in those days. I yep. did not know that. I heard that that's apocryphal. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Um, it's hard to know how nervous to be, what to do, how to let the rising case numbers affect behavior, et cetera. It's just, um, yeah, it's, so it's. There's, there's no reason to open champagne just yet. Sh- we got to go back in time then. Does champagne have it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's a confusing time. How are you guys feeling? Yeah, same. Like, I wonder if I should pull the kids out of camp. Because I know if they get it, it'll probably be fine. The kids part. But I just, like, the- I don't know if I'm being stupid letting them. Like, when we left on our road trip on June 25th, 
There were like 200 cases per day in LA and now there's 1,800, which Mm -hmm. is not good. And the kids are unvaccinated because they can't be vaccinated yet. If they could be, I'd have them there right now. But I know it's like a low risk for kids even if they get it. But it still makes me feel like I'm like throwing them to the wolves or something. So I don't know whether to pull them or not. I'm, I'm, I remember last time we were talking and I was saying like I was a little overconfident about the coronavirus in general. And you were like, oh, I wasn't. And that you were equally pessimistic about like the Delta variant. And I think we're opposite in that like with kids, I just want to in the future be like, if nothing else, you won't have a heart abnormality or suddenly lose your sense of taste or whatever these unforeseen long-term effects might be Uh because I was way overly cautious, even though we kind of knew "Eh, kids should be fine and maybe it would be good for your immune system to get it young. Just the risk that like there might be myocarditis or there might be like inner ear stuff or something longer term down the road that we don't know about. And that like 25% of people who have had the coronavirus develop some new weird diagnosis after the fact. Mm -hmm. It just worries me too much where I feel like I just, I'll I'll get blamed for a lot of stuff as a parent later on in life, but I don't want this one of like, oh yeah, sorry. I, I thought you'd, be okay with it. So I'm going to... So your team, I should pull my kids out of camp. Yeah, that's my thought. As I'm being wow. way too cautious and that's not my normal go-to. I feel like I'm pretty cavalier in general, but I just think as a parent, if you had to be like, yeah, sorry, I don't know why you suddenly developed this inner ear thing. It, they're tying it to the coronavirus. We can't say for sure, but yeah. I think we'd, we'd, we'd all feel shitty. Are your kids in camp? Uh, and Daniel? Preschool. Preschool. Elliot is oh, they're back at preschool. preschool. Yeah. It's hard. I think um, it's really hard to figure out how to do the calculation because mm-hmm. the truth is the risk is very low. Very low. But God forbid if it happens to you, I right. think you're right. But I think when your kids are older, a little bit older, then you have to add into the calculation what it's costing them yeah. to be home all the time. And like, right. it just, I just, I mean, I will go backwards if we have to, Same. but I'm so hesitant because it's helped. Like Elliot is just so much, it's been so good for him to be back in preschool, even though it's only been like a week and a half. It's crazy how weeks. quickly you see, you know, growth. And just just so from the social interaction with other kids that mm-hmm. you just go, ugh, I don't want to lock them down for another. Well, and there is a high likelihood that the antibodies they develop will be good for them long term immune system. Right. I, I just they're also unlikely to catch it even mm-hmm. at these levels. But yeah, it's hard to know. I think if we were yeah. yeah, like I think if we were in Alabama or something, I might have a different calculation. Even though it's yeah, where it's really really bad. Here, it's not... I mean, yes, it's higher, but it's also a bigger population. So it's, it's. I'm not really there yet. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the next week. If it's down by the end of the next week, that means it's a rip through a bunch of the unvaccinated people again already, and it mm-hmm. actually just increased immunity because a lot more people got it. Yeah, it's... Uh, this thing is just dragging on forever. It really is. It really is. Okay. Let's get to the foot news. Okay. You ready? Is there any music or should I make some? <laughs> oh, oh, I had, yeah. I had, I had, oh, do you want to make some? Breaking the day's biggest stories, whether it's a Liz Frank news. fracture or if it's a gout, we cover everything across the planet, bringing you beep, 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 be
The reason I wanted to announce it is because Daniel might think I'm creeping on him because I've got my leg extended out here for maximum comfort because I broke my toe. What? Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. Bum, which bum, toe? Bum. Yeah, which, my pinky oh. on my left foot. For all those foot fetishists out there who also have a weird wound fetish, <laughs> I got your foot right here, boys <laughs> or girls. Pussy I'm feet. open. And yeah, so I got a broken, very swollen pinky toe. They don't do anything, though, as we all know. And you know what? I didn't know. Everyone always says that. And then I Googled it to be like, maybe I shouldn't even go to the doctor. But then the the Google says, you know, the Google Google. says, don't ignore it. Don't assume they don't do anything. Go get it x-rayed. And then I went there. They were like, we're not even going to x-ray it. (laughs) It'll just get better. So, yeah. What, what happened? What happened? Yeah. I literally just was walking in my bedroom and smashed it on my bedpost. Oh yeah! Ouch! Yeah, it didn't feel great. I like it for, and at first it like flopped to the side Ooh, like its uh. own thing. It was really <laughs> weird, and I moved it with my finger and I screamed because it hurt or because it felt both. Weird. Now it hurts a lot less. I had to ice it constantly for like two days. I didn't know broken toes hurt so much. I've never heard a lot. I've ever had a broken. I I said I don't think as if maybe I have. I've never had a broken toe. <laughs> yeah, they hurt. Don't do it. I won't. I know you like to get your thrills and chills, but don't do it that way. Find some other way. I was about to break my toe tonight, but I guess now, thankfully, we've had this conversation um, on this segment of foot news. Who's it got to get news? Foot news. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, tell me foot news. Yeah, our friend broke her foot twice in like the space of six... No, she broke both feet separately in the space of six months. She like... But similar to you, like just walked into something or yeah. I don't know, fell down or something yeah. happened. Something just like pretty benign around the house. I, you know, I don't want to, you know, blame the victim or anything here. So don't, don't take this the wrong way. But if you had been practicing. Oh yeah. The Quants method. <laughs> I forgot about which this. Which involves, involves uh, sort of engaging the toes more frequently, mm. focusing on your toes mm-hmm. and the usage of your toes, then a, you'd be more mindful of your toes. Yes. B, your pinky toe would start to become useful, mm. evolutionary uh, advancement, and perhaps you wouldn't have broke it. I'm all in on this now. You got me. What do we do? You just when think, do we start? You, as soon as you're all healed up, just start in, engaging the toes. But I need, is this like a course? Are you my uh, uh, leader now? I'm working you're on that. You're my Keith Raniere I, of toe ooh. method? Ooh, but not in a weird way. Yeah, don't, I don't mean in like a volleyball just, sex No, way. definitely a weird way. Not way, but way. yes, in a volleyball way. <laughs> if volleyball's part of it, I'll play. I'll I do whatever you tell me now. I want to volleyball cult, and this is our way in. I just love that he played volleyball. It's the weirdest. At 3 a.m. And isn't he short? Yeah. Yes. It's the weirdest part of it. Like every shot of him, he had those fucking knee pads pulled down to his ankles, like sitting on the sidelines, jawing with people. It was just so bizarre. Like if you wanted some FaceTime with Keith, you had to get up at 2.30 a.m. and head over to court. Like if you're from California or something, I can understand beach volleyball. Because it's just something you can do on the beach, and the beach is a fun place to be for some people. But like regular ass volleyball in a gym <laughs> when you could play basketball. <laughs> I, I mean, it. I sympathize with him in that volleyball is a sport you can play when you're not good at sports because I played that type of indoor <laughs> volleyball in middle school. It was the only sport I was even reasonably good at because you don't have to be fast, you don't have to be accurate. Oh. So probably he is not much. very athletic. Mm-hmm. And he was That's like, it. I can look reasonably good in front of these women that I'm imprisoning <laughs> by playing volleyball in front of them. 
It's like if a peacock played volleyball. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Did you enjoy it, Wendy? Volleyball? No. I thought it was a nightmare. I hated all organized sports. The minute I got into theater, (laughs) great times. Um, Yeah. I remember it. I mean, I've probably made contact with a volleyball 12 times in my life. If even Make that contact with a volleyball, <laughs> like you know, well, sometimes yeah. they bean her in the head. <laughs> that counts. That counts. That's eleven. But I remember when it would hit your arms; it really stung. Mm. It's a real stinging slap of a volleyball. But I in can your feel, arms. even as you're saying this, I can I feel myself empathizing with Keith Raniere because I'm like, I bet I'm still reasonably better than other adults at indoor volleyball. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to start a little sex cult of my own, I may invite. A lot of people to come play volleyball with me because I would look Hell a lot yeah. better than in other situations. Do you think you're going to do that after Daniel has trained you to engage your toes? Yes, because I don't want to like injure myself in front right. of all my new sexual Can partners. Can I ask a <laughs> documentary question? Mm-hmm. Was this his way of having a volleyball game, but was he phrasing it under the term like, all right, enlightenment training, 1 a.m., be there? I, I don't know if there was that, I but so. I do... Didn't they play like really late at night? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was in the middle of the night. But I I actually, despite, I think this was the one thing where it was supposed to be just volleyball. Like it was just recreation. Well, he would hold court though. He would hold court. There's a lot of uh, uh, like footage of him sitting at the edge of the gym with like a girl on each side of him and a guy like on the floor like, what's up? Tell me your That honestly sounds like a picture that would be in a college magazine, doesn't it? Absolutely. So it'll begin, I'll lure them in with the toe engagement, but then what they don't realize is lots of late night volleyball. Run by me. Yeah. This is like how Keith had that creepy lady. Oh, yes. They always have a woman around. So this is perfect. You'll be the creepy lady. I'll be the creepy lady. I always have been, (laughs) but now I'll just make it official. Cool. You teach me the toe stuff to lure me in, and then I lure everyone else in volleyball. That's right. Did you, I don't wa- know. did you watch Tabitha. the next I don't know what her no, name is. No, I listened to the podcast, though. Yes. I think Who's was- the gal who just went to jail? Allison Mack. Allison Mack. But- God, what was the name of that woman? She knew NLP. And we had a guest, Manon Matthews, on, who has like double certified in NLP. And for a second, I was like, ooh, what is that about? And then I read more about it, and I was like, I don't think this is something I'm interested in. Yeah, I was going to say she was like very thin, but that was literally every woman in that documentary. Yeah. Because that was part of it. It was like calorie restriction. Um. Oh, oh, oh. They called her... Okay, so Vanguard oh, and Vanguard. Prefect. Yeah, she was Prefect. prefect. Was yes. it Nancy Sullivan? Yes. 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 Thank yes. you. So Having to- fun now, Tony? Everything's <laughs> <laughs> excited up a bit for you. Oh, I got to I do a Google, a Google search. <laughs> Look at me. Tony. Yes. Before we were provided with our own Foot News theme, mm-hmm. what were you going to play? Well, I had a toss-up between two things that I have never actually used before. Ooh. Since it was since it was foot-related, I was considering this. You've got pussy feet. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you literally just say that no, in real play, life? No, I, I did it. play it at one oh, point. Oh, okay. And then uh, I had forgotten that I had made this at one point, too. Let's stop the podcast and go get some cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a toss I'm so up between excited those. that I'm a that I'm a, a snippet. What do you call it? A drop. A drop. I'm That's a snippet right. drop. Um, <laughs> so we have a lot to get to okay. on this show. Focus up, everyone. We have two snack chat items, but yeah. first, Ooh. I would like to. Say, and it's interesting, Wendy, that you were talking about turning animals inside out. 
Hell yeah, it was. <laughs> Is that our next sponsor? It was so interesting. Hell yeah. <laughs> because I had a deep thought. Okay, so I don't know if you guys know this story, but when we went to Bumbershoot, Daniel accident, uh, went to Bumbershoot, there was like a very, a very small gifting suite that I was able to go into. And I was on a, like, I was very strictly no carb at the time, but there were cookies and I grabbed a bunch because, and I'm like, oh, Daniel will enjoy these. And then he was really hungry and he ate one. And then he said it tasted weird, like it had lavender in it or something. And then I later looked in the trash we brought Wendy the dog with us on that trip too. Yeah, and remember did. she got filthy on the streets of Seattle and then we gave her a bath in the in the bathtub and oh, yeah. then uh I looked in the trash can and I said that wasn't lavender, it was THC. It was and pot. You, yeah. And then you said he accidentally ate a pot cookie. And then you're like, "Oh, no wonder I'm super stoned." And th- that began like 16 hours of the most stoned <laughs> Daniel ever I've ever seen just getting more stone lying on the floor <laughs> taking artful pictures of Wendy the dog, <laughs> the dog. which like there's one where with she has an <laughs> she's sitting in a chair at the table and there's an orchid in front of her and like the, the it's focused on the orchid it's it was you can not. feel high looking at it um he was still high the next day but we all went to dinner that night um and he didn't talk for the entire dinner and then near the end asked why do animals have butts well <laughs> cuz i i think i was thinking about fish not having butts i'm like although that's fun to think of fish having butts wouldn't, wouldn't that be fun yeah um who knows look it wasn't an advertisement for usage (laughs) (laughs) but so i was wondering the other day and this is similar even though i'm not high i was wondering can animals be cruel like is cruelty just a thing cats and mice birds i mean they they torment them but is it intentional like do they enjoy being mean or is it part of their eating ritual yeah like do they know they're being mean do they know it's mean? Yeah. I didn't think about the, the cats and mice, though, because that is... Or like spiders getting something in their web. Oh, right. It is just to eat it, mm-hmm. but do they enjoy the part where the thing is slowly dying? Yeah. Or I do mean, they enjoy it because it's tied think, to the anticipation I think of if they were being honest with themselves, yeah. they would admit we that they enjoyed a, it a little bit. a spider web for quite a while in this one corner, and one time I was at a desk and this... I heard the I heard something hit it, Bzzz, and then the spider it was like pretty substantial. It vibrated, then the spider came down, checked it out, back up into its corner, as if it was like, oh, "I'm gonna let you hang out a bit. You just enjoy Ooh. that. I'll be over here waiting as Wait, you die." What? So well, maybe. yeah, don't they? But don't don't. Look, I've seen Charlotte's Web, so I know. Don't they I wait know. till the thing dies in the web and then they spin it? Seems like that's what this one was doing. Like, oop, you're not cooked yet. I'll be over here. You're just. But <laughs> also, you could have not been hungry. Like, that's if you true, get a croissant yeah. when you're out because you pass by your favorite bakery, but you get home, you're not hungry. You can wrap it up, put it <laughs> on the counter. I've been waiting all day for a but croissant. You know what? To you fall. don't. <laughs> <laughs> not every day. You do. I mean, most <laughs> like when you're going to like your doctor's and you're like, oh, you know what's on the way home, <laughs> and then you buy the thing, but you don't want it till the next day. Yeah. it's like that. You're I, full. You don't. But you're anticipating this is more the like fly. I, in your web. desperately need this to happen. I need this croissant. It's my whole. I built this whole cafe, hoping <laughs> to <try the> croissant? <laughs> just this one croissant would show up, yeah. like fly in there, and then it happens. I wouldn't put it in a bag and drive home and be like, maybe tomorrow. 
I don't think it's yeah, quite the same. Maybe not. I'm a, but I'm a different spider. Yeah, you are. We're two different That's what spiders. we always say about you. <laughs> David, he's a different spider. He's a different kind of spider. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so I, I Googled it and on the Google where you went to see about your toe. Yeah, and how Tony gets... Yeah, he would have been thrilled. Right. Just it's the only up. thing he enjoys. <laughs> doing a fucking Google search. <laughs> um, Tony, are you a foot fetishist who's also into wounds? No. Okay. Well, if you were, you'd be really out there. Excited. We'll find out who that is. I know. I just was is. like, what if it's someone in this room? They'll message you. We're in. Wait, is it. Are, are we in their house doing this show inside their wall again? <laughs> I mean, not this week, but as soon as we find out who they are, we're, boy, do I have a surprise for them. <laughs> I hope they're in Tasmania. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be nice. We can go cool off. Cool off, yeah. Okay. So um, I went to the Google, and what came up when I searched animal. Well, actually. A lot of stuff I didn't want came up when I search when it saw the words animal and cruelty in the mm. search. There's a lot of stuff about how to report people for animals. It's like mm. this is not what I'm asking. I'm asking are animals cruel? And there were what it mentioned was surplus killing, which is when animals will kill more than they're planning to eat right then. But then it just like why do animals do? And there's all sorts of examples of animals that do this. But the reason they do it is like to bring food back for their young or to bury the food for later or if there's food scarcity. So to Wendy's point earlier, I don't think that's cruelty. That's like in they're they're gathering food. Mm -hmm. It's not the same as causing. I don't know actually what the definition of cruelty is, but I think it's like causing someone to me, it is causing someone pain just for the sake of, because you, cause don't, you enjoy, enjoy it. it. Don't uh, dolphins hunt for sport? Aren't oh, they do like they? The, I think I've yeah, heard that. Like they're the oh, only orcas, animal that maybe. does that, I think. And, and dolphins really get a free ride because we think of them as like cute and chipper yeah. and flipper. And they're super smart. Yeah, they're right. Smart. Mm. Well, there might be a correlation. Between Who are they cruel- hunting? Good question. Mm. Tony, consult your friend Google. Oh, yeah. Right. Here you go, Tony. Here's a little something for you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I bet you guys hunt- talk amongst yourselves. I th- think they might be hunting seals. Oh. Hmm. Do they have like little dolphin bows and arrows and stuff? I don't think so. Like, How could they operate that with their fins? I, th- like, I'm asking you. I'm not the dolphin expert. Imagine like cross examining a great white shark trying to convince a jury that it was cruel and the shark like i have to do that i have to launch the seal up out of the water shake the shit out of it smash it into the surface it's the only way i can kill it and i have to eat it and then you as a <laughs> that's a convenient excuse you love to drive up out of the water 30 miles an hour it's overkill you're cruel yeah. and the shark would be like no i'm not cruel that's how i have to do it yeah Didn't- killer is in my name then yeah. why do you have handguns <laughs> if that's what you have to do? I love that you're a lawyer straight out of Inherit the Wind. Oh, of course. <laughs> Only the classic. Best. Yeah, you got spats on your shoes. <laughs> Dare I say, I have nary a shock I have not convicted. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, only the best for this shark. Oh, wait, no, this is the prosecutor. Only yeah. the best for this town. Of course, keeping it shark-free. I like that the shark would just be sitting there and would live for only about five minutes during the trial because it can't live on land. Don't Maybe. you pass out on me now. Shark, shark, Maybe he's in a big tank. Sharks know not to pass through that town mm-hmm. in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tony Googles. 
Uh, it says they have been found to bludgeon porpoises to death by the hundreds. Wait, uh, dolphins bl- bludgeon, bludgeon porpoises? Them? It says bludgeon porpoises to death by the hundreds. And, uh, what are porpoises? Says they're like dolphins. They're, yeah, they're basically dolphins. Maybe that's like why. Us. They're like, people are constantly thinking you're us, so we gotta... <laughs> yeah. Well, that, don't they say sometimes you really dislike people who are similar to you? Mm. It's the narcissism mm. of small differences. Yeah, it's yeah. how I Those feel whenever I go you. to a concert. Like, if I go to a concert and I, it's always a band I like, which means that people just like me like it, and so I see a bunch of people just like yeah, me. I hate yeah. every one of them. This is like the parent <laughs> trap. Like, how, you know... What's her name and what's her name? Susan and Sharon yeah, hated, they hated each other, each at, the other at first. Yeah. And then the, the fireworks <laughs> and they fell in love. Right. Yes. Is that the right movie? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, sometimes if I were going to a concert that was a, a band that was like real indie, like cool kids only, I would wear my hat backwards just as like a fuck you to the crowd. Like it's too hip in here. I want to look like just such a dumb jock. And yeah. it feels okay. Just yeah. to, like, that is give so it subtle. Variety. Yeah, just a subtle, like, people are looking over, like, what is this guy doing? And I've got, like, zinc on my nose. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was going to add, it says that, literally, this article says, dolphins seem to have murderous urges unrelated to the need for food. Hmm. It also says that they sometimes beat up octopuses by viciously and relentlessly tossing them around in order in t- in order to break them into smaller pieces oh before consuming them. Oh, eagles. This would be another shark them having to defend themselves will swoop into your yard, grab your small dog, fly it up in the air. You're traumatized until step 2 where the way they kill it is by dropping it. And then it just falls and plummets to its death and then the eagle's like, "Yoink," comes and gets it. That's in its mind, I think, like, well, I'd have to do this. Practical. What am I going to do? Like, crush it in my claws? You should, call, to... you should call the eagle as an expert witness. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hide behind your symbolism as a, as a symbol of freedom of this country. <laughs> we know you're evil. Evil eagle. <laughs> so I guess sort of cruelty does exist in the animal, especially among dolphins. I thought better of them. Yeah. I wouldn't categorize that as, well, the eagle thing, I wouldn't say that's cruel. Right, it's you think it's, it's only... cool, Daniel? You like drop you like dropping puppies, motherfucker. <laughs> I think it's only cruelty if it's not necessary. That's how I would right. factor that. So it's well, like... couldn't they just eat some eagle chow? Come on! Oh, have you ever seen the one where the hawk catches the iguana and it just holds it in its claw on the surface of a rock oh until it overheats to death? Ugh. And so the hawk just has to sit there and look around, like hey, I'm about five more minutes here, gag. And then the iguana's just, oh, this, this is the worst. But and then it, it slowly all, cooks to death. But that's oh. contingent upon the hawk understanding that the iguana feels pain. Like, to that, it, iguana is a graham cracker. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's like holding a graham cracker yeah. in a thing of jam or something <laughs> <laughs> for us. And then we're like, yum, 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 yum. Yeah. I don't eat graham crackers with jam, for the record. I, it, it sounds like you do, though, because <laughs> well, what if you like, found out tomorrow graham crackers had feelings? Then that would be cruel. But I mean, the hawk yeah, perhaps doesn't right. understand that iguanas have feelings like they do. Yes. Yeah, although what, they seem to understand that they can cook one on a rock, which that's beyond what I expected from a hawk. Like the first time did a shark just go up to the surface and like nibble at a seal and he was like, hey, cut it out and swam away. And it's like, next time I'm going fast. And then this, the hawk caught an iguana and maybe it bit it. And the hawk was like, damn it, I should cook that asshole. Mm-hmm. And then now they just cook them on the rock because they had to learn to be cruel. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's a weird, maybe it's a, um, a flawed question 
because they don't have the analysis required to like right. discern what cruelty I is. don't think the hawk holding the iguana to the rock is cruel. The cruelty is when he whispers in his ear, I'm going to marry your wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part that's, that's, that's not cruel. necessary. Yeah, yeah that's it's so not cruel. necessary. <laughs> so um, let's... I think we should try. We have kombucha and yeah, we have haystacks. What? And the haystacks came with a stern warning. That's not fair. It's not a stern warning. It was a request. Yeah, it's a request so that we could play a game yes. also about right. the haystacks. Right. So I have been not Googling what's in haystacks for a month now. Everyone will need a piece of paper and a pen. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay, I'm thanks. Sorry, we have, it's okay. We have paper and pen. Great. Um, should we do kombucha first or haystacks, or, bo- or at the same time? I mean, how do you? Guys I think maybe do it? kombucha first. Kombucha first. Okay, Tony, do you have a? Okay, let me pass some paper I around. I don't need a pen because I already. Are know. We doing kombucha first. My answers would be correct. We're doing kombucha first, but we're okay. passing the paper around. Okay. Or is the kombucha gonna gonna leave a taste that makes it hard to discern? Yeah, which has a stronger taste that will. I feel like the. I think the taste of kombucha, because it is something that everyone's a little leery of, is better to start with. Okay. And that way you're going in with yeah, a Yeah, this purely, is a cookie. Yeah. This, yeah. This, everyone's going to be excited. Everyone's excited. And if you dislike the kombucha, you know, you got a cookie coming at you. My kids liked the haystacks. They had some. They gave it a thumbs up. I have three uh, flavors. Ooh. Ooh yeah. get, on, get on that mic here. Oh, sorry. I have three flavors. And the first, this is a classic in our house, peach Raspberry mint. Ooh, mm. that sounds good. Let's then, hear. Let's listen. Oh, oh. guys, it's going to be pretty good because it's fermented okay. well. Do you shake it first or no? no. You don't shake it. You don't shake it. Just go okay. right in, and we'll right. just do like a little bit like that to okay. start. I'm going to pass to Daniel. Okay. All right. Wow, it looks nice. It looks elegant as hell. You oh, should take a picture for your. I know which part. Which part well, should I take a picture of? All, we know David hates this. It needs to be. So the the bottle is specific in that like it has to have this type of top to ferment so it's like a swing top. I think I love those old tops. Top They're from like our childhood. Yeah. We're like getting a blast of yeah. vinegar. Does it have to have that cool label on it too? <laughs> no, this is just uh, so I knew for sure which flavors these are. Sometimes they're just like initials on the bottle and then I get confused. Oh, that is a strong smell. Snapchat. <laughs> so Thank again, you. um I brought this just as a sample, not in any way to influence anyone. If you don't like it, you simply don't like kombucha. But I think Tony will. Um, oh, interesting. Ve- will oh verify God, that a real if you do like kombucha, you will like this. Uh, uh, maybe yeah, not this flavor, but head. this. I'm going to take, take a selfie of me trying kombucha. Okay. For Ooh, a little time. bit of the scoby went into mine. So then. Oh, you so like, you got some of. Out. I got some of like the. Sediment. The mother. Yeah. Let me see. See, like in there, it looks. Allison like, is grossed out already. I've already, already had out. kombucha. I have tasted it, yeah, and I, I didn't. And wait. then a word on the science of it too that it, it is a bit of um, a modern sort of fad thing that like having probiotics is going to somehow improve your gut health. Okay. So that's not entirely true. What we're working on, and by I've included myself in this group. I re- I wrote a, an article years ago for Cracked Magazine about how. Like fecal transplants, as disgusting as that is, is going to become a thing in the future in that you could change your microbiome. Is that what this is? No, no, no. But this will be what we're doing here is just adding probiotics to our gut that has no bear. We don't know what we're adding and we don't know what cultures we already have in our system. So like in the last year and a half, they've made huge advancements where like they took 200,000 cultures. And then within that, there were 
like 10 or 20% that had never been cataloged before. Mm. So we're learning like how human beings... Right. They're mapping the microbiome. Mapping it just like we did the genome. There's a thing that in the developed world, babies don't process anymore because we have like kind of stripped it away. Whereas in the developing world, they still get that. It's bifurta factum or something to that effect. So we're going to learn when you have certain fibers and things in your diet, how to uh, have you at your healthiest, your peak, like immunity, health, etc. So this does nothing. This is just like kimchi. This is not that. This is not that. (laughs) This is something that people tell you, you got to have probiotics. There's just great bacterial cultures in here that are good, especially if like me getting out of the hospital and being, if you've been on antibiotics and your cultures are sort of stripped down. Sorry, I'm trying to get a picture of that chunk up. that's in your cup. Oh, yeah. Oh, get get don't, that. Be, don't put me in the let me get. Sorry, let me get a picture, a Wendy-less yeah. picture of David's drink chunk. The, the smell of this, I've got to say, is like sweet toe junk. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's there's got a real a, foot scent. It's like a funk. It'll, it's like if you like olives, you like blue cheese, like things like that. I can't that. decide if I like it or if it makes me feel ill. <laughs> okay, it's right, right whenever you're ready, go for Wait, it. Wait, I have a question. I have sure. some questions first. Yeah. Do you have a personal relationship with this kombucha? Like, is it going to yeah. hurt your feet? Well, no, no. What I mean, oh, so she told me feelings. to pass along that she derives all of her self worth on this kombucha. So you, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, if you don't like it, you just don't like kombucha. And be honest. If you're like, this is disgusting, that's that's your thing. Okay. I just thought I'd bring some along in the no. event that you happen I've to enjoy it. I have one more question. Like I am terrified. Yeah. By the way, okay. what would you say is the relationship <laughs> between the flavor and the scent? I didn't like it. Based on the scent alone, it's not good. I didn't like it at first and I didn't want to try it. I thought it was a little new agey and kind of, oh, geez, these people, kombucha. And then in the hospital, they're like, you need to load up on this type of shit. And so I don't know if you've been on antibiotics for like Mm. a month straight. Mm -mm. It's not great for your skin, loses all its pallor. It's awful. And uh, so building back up took quite a while. And I still, if I'm honest, don't feel like, maybe it's just aging, but I don't feel like like I have the same cultures as I did before, which is, Mm -hmm. I get stomach aches way more frequently. They're getting better as I get further away from it. But I, and I do think this helps. Like I can notice if I've gone a while without having kombucha, I'm like, oh, I don't feel so good. Whatever that is, I don't know. But I have a vested interest in like, I do think it's good for your just overall, uh, so this Culture thing health? that we're now going to give our honest opinion about has nursed you back to life. Yeah, I really <laughs> am like a, a proponent of it in that sense. If you already are healthy, then Daniel this ate isn't a bag of much. corn. He's been in pain for two days. <laughs> I'm never Did doing that again. Did you just taste it already? No, I'd smell oh. it. Well, but I do have a question. What are sure. the ingredients? Oh, so this is fermented flip flops. Did I say black tea last time? I got it wrong last time. Uh, tea, the, the SCOBY is a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. That's what it stands for. And then oh, the flavoring cool. is just up to you. So if you're making kombucha, it's just a way to get it to taste a little bit less like generic tea. So it's something to take kind of the... So the, do you the, put peach juice and mint in it? Yeah, it's real like farmer's market peaches, And then you, you um, press it through something so it's not chunky. It it ferments in the in a jar for like a couple of weeks with those flavors, oh, okay. and then that is all strained through into this bottle, and then it ferments another week or so. So that's that. the undertone of funk, foot funk, <laughs> funk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of you know like wine where there'd be like oh there's forest floor, there's garden hose, there's these things. Like some kombuchas you might like, and others you won't. Mm. If you don't like this one, I have two other flavors, and if you don't like any of them, you're like it's disgusting. I hate it. No hard feelings. <laughs> I, what are the other flavors? Oh, let me check. 
You're already done with this one. <laughs> I just want to know. The other one, strawberry basil. Okay. Oh, that sounds interesting. It's just like wine, or if there's anything you got into in life where you're like, oh, I didn't like it at first. Lavender, lemon, lavender, thyme. Oh, that sound, those sound wow. interesting. I hope that I can the, tolerate this, this because those sound one. good. Lemon, lavender, thyme is a new one. And when she'll like try flavors and they go, what do you think? And usually, oh, it's good. But that lemon, lavender, thyme one was when we were both like, oh, this is a new, this is a new hit. So are we all taking selfies of ourselves tasting? I'm, I'm going to take a little video of myself. Are you taking I a selfie kind of, of you Because I want to be honest with myself. <laughs> I, I know. I kind of want to. Let's just do it. Okay. okay. Someone's right, count to three. It? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'll. I'll are you doing you or I'll me? I'll do you. Okay. Do. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Oh. It tastes a lot better than it smells. So much better. Mm-hmm. It, the smell really sets your expectations, and then it's going it, to be really strong. I think and it's gonna, footy. Is there a vinegar in yeah. it? There's yeah. vinegar in it. Mm-hmm. Vinegar is a part of just like the cleaning process, like making sure the bottles are sterilized, and then uh, it uh, like I think the natural fermentation. This tastes them. nothing like what it what I expected. Yeah, no, it yeah. tastes really pleasant. It's almost like yeah, it's just it's a, a sparkling juice, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's, it's like a, a little sweet for me for generally things that I drink, but it's mm-hmm. not bad. Tony, not a lot of action on that selfie. You're video. a booch head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, what do you head. think? I think it's good. I'm I'm on board. I enjoy it. It's also probably because there's a lot in this little room that we're all smelling it really strongly too. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. it's in the air. Maybe being forced to smell it for so long before <laughs> tasting it actually made the taste better. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very pleasant. I'm gonna cork this and then after, if anyone would like more, feel free. But we can feel free. I to finished mine this. already. Oh my god! Okay. Do you want mine? Nope. Okay. Gonna, is I'm, there alcohol in kombucha? The smallest the amount. The smallest amount, right? It's like so, tiny. Like if someone gets... So there was a football player years ago who was on like the list of he could not... He'd had some infractions with driving under the influence. And then he had his home, one of the stipulations, like he had to be randomly tested and he had alcohol in his blood. And he was like, oh, it was kombucha. And if you know kombucha, you're like, that's bullshit. Because right. it's just this, you'd have to drink so much of it for it to register. It's right. just the smallest. If you let it, there is kombucha beer, but I think that is yeah. fermented for a long time. Yeah. Listen, you guys, speaking of things you drink, if you enjoy trying a nice glass of wine and you also love trying new varieties that your local stores don't carry, you are going to love Vivino. Vivino is the world's biggest online wine marketplace. They're also the largest online wine community with 50 million users. 50 million, that is so many, who have rated and reviewed just about every wine. Um, They carry all your favorites, plus they suggest exciting personalized recommendations based on your taste, uh, wines that you probably never even knew existed. uh, And thanks to Vivino, you will know more about what you like. Their app is everything you need to know about wine and so much more right in your hand. You can see all the ratings and reviews and you can leave your own and of course, you can buy wine. And something that I think is really cool is that you, with the Vivino app, you, when you're out shopping, you can scan a bottle in the store and then you can see what Vivino's users, again, there are 50 million users, say about that wine. Um, and we ordered some and the ordering process is super simple and the wine selection is amazing. Go check them out and see for yourself. 
We've really stepped up our wine game thanks to Vivino. Give them a try, and I know you're going to love it. Go to Vivino.com slash best friend and use code best friend at checkout to save 20% on your first order of up to $200. That's Vivino, V I V I N O.com slash best friend. Code best friend to save 20% on your first order of up to $200. Vivino.com slash best friend. Code best friend. See site for details. Terms apply. I also want to tell you guys about Faraday. They make really great clothing, especially really good summer stuff. Uh, like if you're going to go on vacation, you'd be a real idiot not to buy a bunch of Faraday items before you go. But even not just for vacation stuff. I mean, it's just really great, high quality, uh, summery clothing. Can it be summer already? It really is. It's really hot. And we're actually going to have a real summer this year. So naturally, we've started thinking about looking good after a year and change because we are going places. And that's where Faraday comes in. They make the perfect clothes for summer. Faraday is a family-run brand making high-quality, timeless clothing with modern design and functionality. You know when you're searching for that ideal summer outfit, that set, that shirt, that dress that feels like you've had them for years. Maybe it's in a gorgeous print and it fits so perfectly that it feels almost too good to be vintage but still looks like it might be. That's a Faraday item. They're so confident in the quality of their stuff. They have a lifetime guarantee of quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. You can just tell. You can just tell from feeling it that it's super high quality. Uh, and to top it all off, Faraday is giving Alison Rose's new best friend listeners 20% off. 20% off. Okay, so they sent me a box of really nice clothes. And there was a note in there from Mike Faraday, who I think is the owner saying that he and his they're so they're so excited to be like coming on the show and that he and his wife listen to my show every week now that is so nice Mm -hmm. tony you're a realist do we do we think he do we believe him does the owner and his wife do they listen to my show every week or does he say that to all the podcasts i feel like there should be we should just there should be a way like a test. Well, I think you're doing it right now. This yeah. seems like the test. Yeah, Mike. I'm calling your bluff. Whoa, bold. But in a nice, gentle way. <laughs> so stock up on all your clothes for summer now. Head to FaradayBrand.com and use code Best Friend at checkout to snag twenty percent off all your summer gear. That's code Best Friend at Faraday. F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com for 20% off. Again, Faraday, F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com for 20% off. Okay, you guys, are we going for a different flavor of the booch or are we moving on to haystacks? I must say, I am confused. I'm confused. Sure. That was weird. I am intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. By the other flavors. I'd like to try the others. Uh, Not necessarily now. It depends, but... uh, I feel better. <laughs> Do you? Well, can I read you? Can I read you an excerpt about the progress of understanding the microbiomes in our system? Yes, please. Microbes, sorry. <clears throat> and this goes back to our conversation last time about health, body image. Uh, my best friend in life has dealt with his weight his entire life, and I think. And I saw your tweet about your toe, which is heartbreaking about the doctor. <laughs> And I feel like if doctors looked at it more this way, we'd be making huge steps as opposed. So this is how I feel like the future is going to unfold with our ability to understand foods in our gut culture. So Spectre's 30-year-long study of 15,000 twins, comma, Twins UK, and his predict, all uppercase, so if you look up predict studies, have shown that even genetically identical people— That's what they call Nancy Saltzman. 
<laughs> respond to the same foods very differently. Our microbiomes are so variable that twins share only 30% of the same gut microbes. By feeding participants the same meals on different days, he was able to show that responses to the same meals also vary hugely between individuals, influenced by both microbiome and genetics. This matters, says the Zoe team, because our response to food is linked to our risk of heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and obesity, but also because it blows apart the tired and useless mantra, calories in, calories out, which doesn't make sense in a world where two people's blood glucose levels can... Be hugely different after eating the same slice of cake. Mm. So we're going to eventually, hopefully, find the the so microbes you need, that. So if we good. find a healthy person, ask for their poop and then stick it in your butt. Well, there, there's they do t- do that. I they think do fecal s- transplants. Yeah. they yeah. put other people's feces in other. I people's thought you bodies. swallow it in a capsule or something. Yeah, I think that's what you do. Yeah. It's one method. That's or they too much in information through the nose. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think I would, I would swallow bypass if there the was a capsule situation. and they were like, look, this capsule is like triple barrier. You know, there's no way any of the poop is going to get out of the capsule in your mouth. There's no fucking way I would take that capsule. You, I would rather, You'd have rather surgery, they stick it up open butt. heart surgery for no reason. Like they open you your sound heart like an and then put it in. I am this willing be, to this give would you that be surgery. Science. <laughs> <laughs> but this would be science hey, telling you it was safe. It. Yeah. And you yeah. saying you wouldn't do Great it would be deal. the equivalent of like, oh, I don't, just don't trust the vaccine. It would be that level of not trusting science. If so it, it was a life or death situation, maybe the calculus would be different. But like right now, if someone were to say, hey, here's a poop capsule, take it. I'd be like, uh... I think I'm all right. Pass, yeah. pass, well, pass, like the same way the we figured out, out the brain and blockers and different neurotransmitters, I think we'll do the I'm same not, thing with like depression and anxiety from from the gut level. No, let me be clear. I would do a poop transfer, just not that way. Oh, gotcha. What about like a handshake where I just slipped you a little? <laughs> I had some in my hand already. We shake yeah. hands. A little bit gets on your yeah. hand. Like I'd snort it. Really? <laughs> no. <gasps> Use my snippet. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, the podcast and go get some cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. I've never been to Snippet before. (laughs) This is my dream, an absolute dream. I think we have other. Do we have other Wendy drops? It's okay. Even if it's just one, I'm thrilled. Unless they're in the, there may be some in the Dropbox. I don't have any ready to go. Um, Well, see if you can find one um, while I ask Daniel the following question. Daniel, let's say you could take a poop capsule or snort, <clears throat> snort it or whatever, and that could have allowed you to avoid all the, the pain you've been in post-corn. The tr- would you do it? I would say I, I've only had like a couple days of discomfort, so mm, it would be hard. But if someone said to me, like for real, if somebody said – Look, take this capsule and you'll be much healthier for the rest of your life. I would no way fucking I would not do that. No, I, mean, <laughs> I probably I, I, I would think I would consider it. But you'd have to like gussy it up, maybe put it in some peanut butter. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a hot dog, like uh <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough call. I mean, they must cleanse the poop, right? <laughs> it's not just straight from the no, toilet No, it just bowl. it must be the stuff from the poop. Like, right. they're not just giving you, like, a bunch of poop wrapped in saran wrap. <laughs> and they've got, like, fudgy hands when <laughs> they hand swallow. it to you. They're like, we just put this in the thing. <laughs> Didn't your old roommate Tignataro? I feel like this was in her show. Didn't she have C. diff and then have to get... She had C. Uh, diff. She did not have a fecal transplant. Oh. And, and that, I think, led to her... I don't know how much of this she's spoken about publicly, but, like, oh. she is vegan. I think she's very public about that. And that was a big part of it in that 
it was either a fecal transplant or really, really change her lifestyle. And so she went that route with like raw vegan diet and that. And we were always like, get the poop. (laughs) Just do the poop. So should we just lean into it and get people used to the idea or should we change the name of it? Because fecal transplant is just like going to be a hard sell. Yeah. I mean, I think if, if celebrities in the future and they absolutely will be selling their cultures it'll be like get so-and-so's microbiome Ooh, i'm in a, a good mood level. all the time i'm this i'm this I'm like this. over the counter just absolutely it'd it, be like Who hard you for... got i get pierce brosnan oh that's yeah <laughs> that was right off the top of your head pierce yeah. brosnan easy why he's just the right level of famous <laughs> respected by his peers long happy marriage after tragically losing his first wife been in a lot of classics just a great all-around guy you know yeah, I can wouldn't see mind that. having that poop. Is what I would say <laughs> whenever I see him. Mm. Tom Cruise poop? No, 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 too intense. Too way too intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what you just? Way too that's like what you get at AM PM. That's yeah. what they have at AM PM. Is a Tom Cruise supercharged? Get Tom Cruise poop. <laughs> Stay up all night. Shit, poop, diarrhea, farts. But I, someone is yeah. composing a one star review right now as we speak. <laughs> I, and I, it's that same guy who hates this. It's always this. about the poop. Yeah, talk. they don't like it. What about Tatiana Maslany? Very energetic. Um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I'm familiar with. She, she I, in, um, she's the clone well, show. What was it? The clone, the one where she was a clone. What was oh, it called? I don't know. I only saw we her only in. Why would she it. pop into your head for this? Perry Mason. Because um, I was trying to think of someone who's not. I don't know. I was trying to think of like you, cool... you feel like she's someone who might sell her poop. <laughs> no, I just think she's you know like Wendy said, the right level of famous. Like but you I'd don't go, necessarily I want an A lister's poop. Oh. Anyone you think is cool because of their like interview style, you know, like that you would see on a snippet on like a late night set or something. I don't trust. I think I think even psychopaths know how to look charming and say the right things. So you can't really trust. Who you've well, seen, who, but I would say Jane Goodall. I'd say like oh, mellow, yeah. long career, right. seemingly healthy, smart. Right. Well, like who who's a celebrity that is just considered like that person's really healthy? Just me. Mm. Um. Uh, John Legend. I don't. Know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, well, it's not. A, it's not name? a test. Who 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 is in Terminator? Oh, 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 who's the healthiest celebrity? Shit. <laughs> who. Linda, who got her arms in shape Hamilton? for Terminator? Yes, Linda Hamilton. Yeah, right. Suzanne Summers. But you never know; someone could have underlying conditions. We don't right. know anything about. They right. could be a hardcore alcoholic. We don't know. You or can't tell diabetes. always by looking at someone. Well, yeah, you well, cannot always tell. This is true. Well, we'll figure it out. Uh, I have some patrons to say hello and welcome to the show too, and then I think we need to do the 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 uh, game. Yeah. Did we do the snack chat theme? No, we just did a quick snack chat, not okay. the whole theme. You want patrons or snack chat? What's going on? Okay, I'm, I'm going to pa- set <laughs> strawberry basil up next. I want patrons. patrons. Okay. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. We signed to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison all right. I would like to say hello and welcome to new patrons, Kelly L. Zepp, Carly Estes. And then these new patrons signed up for an annual subscription, Patrick, Patrick Curtis, Kimberly D- Jones, and Sheldog. And then Ulysses Atkins increased his pledge. And I would like to remind you, if you want a deal, sign up for an annual subscription because you get two months free, 12 That's months for deal. the price of 10. Now, <clears throat> Daniel and I 
are trying to, I'm trying to come up with a name for the Patreon bonus episodes that I do with Daniel, since that's the, the most frequent <clears throat> Patreon bonus format. Although I have done a lot of bonuses with other pe- people that you know and love. Um, and I was casting about for a name. Three separate people suggested best friends with benefits, which I was like, oh my God, that's so yeah. good. But what Daniel? I'm just with you. I'm, I'm like, yeah, go. You you're go, like, girl. You're like a stage mom. You're yeah. like nodding and shaking your head. Well, I have thoughts. Go, okay. Though. But then just today, someone suggested the friend zone. I was literally just going to say that. So Sure you were. Here's what I think. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, that, I really like yes. that too. I think the friend zone is what the patron episodes should yeah. be. And friends with benefits is what you call your patrons. Oh my God, that's so good. Because I've been looking for a name for that. They're them. your friends with benefits. They literally are my friends with benefits. That's really good. And then the friend zone, because like the sloppy boys have the, the sloppy boys blowout, and the doughboys have the doughboys double, and then Alice Rose's new best friend has the friend zone. That's really good. Thanks, everyone, for all of your recommendations. Okay. Do you guys have a song in you? Oh, for your new patrons? Yeah. Do we have their names? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to tell if the muse will strike. (laughs) I hope the last patrons had a beautiful Bastille Day. I thought of them all day just having their one last day out of prison before they were recaptured. Bastille Day, yeah. And then they they went in probably at midnight and turned themselves in. So I hope they had a great day. I do too. Okay, so Kelly. Patrick Curtis, Kimberly Jones, Shelley Atkins. Oh, increased pledge. I thought that was a name. And then, is this a person? No. I don't know so what that is. It's just up there, yeah. It was nice of you to be named after Led Zeppelin, <laughs> Kelly L. Zepp. And Carly Estes is also named after a very famous band. The Carlies, who all are not that famous because they were tragically killed in a boating accident when they were very young. They were a child band who went out on a boat without their parents because they were very, very willful children. And then there was a storm and they fell in the water with their instruments and they tried to save the instruments and they all died. But happy birthday. Happy birthday, Carly! Named after that band. I know it's not your birthday. (laughs) Also, but just let's just go with it. I thought we agreed we wouldn't bring up the Carlies. (laughs) That's just a band story that makes us too sad. But another sad story. Is Ian Curtis from Joy Division? Patrick Curtis Radio. Patrick Curtis Patreon, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the last three names are Kimberly Jones, Shell Dog, and Ulysses Adkins, who increased his pledge. And unfortunately, they're named after another tragic trio, Kimberly, Shell Dog, and Ulysses, who were a barbershop quartet, but only three of them. So it was a barbershop trio, and they sang for the queen. But unfortunately, on the same night, when a very... (laughs) 
bad policeman, but I did kill the queen. And he had three bullets because he was going to shoot the queen three times. But this heroic barbershop trio stepped right in the path of the gun. And he shot all three of them. They fell to the ground with a thud. And the queen was so grateful that she knighted them <laughs> right there and then on their dead bodies. And that's why we've never heard of them because they never performed again. Gorgeous. <laughs> you got it. Wow. Oh my God. Really How did, week in, week out, how do you churn out these hits? I mean, that's a really good, very focused song that we did. How do you have yeah. time to write those songs with all just, that you have on your plate? We get together Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays <laughs> to, to write them pretty right. much all day sessions. Like how you see those Taylor Swift documentaries mm. where like her and Jack Antonoff go out to the mountain for like four months. Yeah. That's us every week with these songs. Yeah. We miss... So many different things that, sh- you know, recitals and dances. Yeah. And, and We miss so many dances. Feeding yeah. pets. We've lost a number of pets just not feeding them. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. The, the collateral songs, damage. Yeah, the songs are. But I it's weird say, that all of those it. people were named after famous, really semi-famous is. bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is YouTube footage, too, of the Queen coming out after the trio drops and mm-hmm. knighting them. And their bo- their dead it was, bodies. Yeah. yeah. They, didn't, they thought it was slightly distasteful that she's, like, touching these corpses with a sword. Well, because she slipped, too, and stabbed Ulysses <laughs> yeah. right through the fucking heart, even though he was Yikes. already dead. Although, some people say, like, right before she does it, you can see a twitch. Like, maybe he was still alive. Oh, no. Then she goes to knight him, oh, drives the sword through yeah. his heart. She was going to fake her death. That's one theory. That's a fringe theory. Right. That so like, she was, she was like, actually mad that they got in the way. Right. Yeah. There's they a lot of... Look flaw. it up online. The... Yeah. Kimberly, Sheldog, and Ulysses Barbershop Trio and the incident <laughs> with the Queen. It was yeah. in 1969. I will look that up. It, yeah. it, Pass that back when to you. Thank you. When you Google that, though, you're going to find a lot of other things. So you've got to go down far. Be, right. Mm-hmm. Because there's so Tony many... And, knows. Yeah. Google it all oh, yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. It's the only way you can. And if someone's going to tell me their theory, <laughs> don't send a YouTube link with it because I'm not going to watch it. I want to see like, I want to see it in a paper of record. Yeah, because otherwise it's a. Theory. That's going to be hard. I mean, you're dealing in like Illuminati territory. Yeah, um, I got to be careful. I don't want them to put cookies on my computer. No. Mm-mm. Okay, so we are trying strawberry. What is it? Basil. Strawberry basil. Mm-hmm. I think the the third and final one. Oh, get the, on that the mic. The third and final okay. one will be the spiciest of the three. This one might be if the previous one was a little sweet. This one might also. Are those be custom sweet. labels? Uh, yes, they are made just for this. Do we have just more for cups? Should we just yeah, keep doing a whole bag of cups that I brought? Oh yeah. Okay, I will. Because um, I have not that... finished my first one, oh, and okay. I should have. I'll do less for this one. Okay, it's just a. Just a taste. How many do we now. need? Two? Do you need one? Uh, Maybe I'll just finish this one. Yeah, I'll just keep okay. using this one. Okay. When I'm done with this one after the podcast, then I can try the okay. flavors. Thank it's just you. slow. Yeah, I went a little heavier on the pours than a taste would require. Yeah, just give me like a sip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. It's a perfect pour for a booch head. All right. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Okay. Are we one, two, three counting again? Or as Elliot would say, he goes, one, two, three, go. I'm going to smell it. Or okay. ready, steady, go. All right, go. One, two, three. <laughs> Yummy. Once wow. again, it's tolerable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More than tolerable. Great review. That one smells <laughs> better than the first one. 
I like them both. Sweet. Yeah, I like that one too. Still got that funk. Yeah. Um, I'm not minding the funk. Good job, uh, (laughs) David and your lady. Sure, I did very little. Well, you had uh, the life-threatening situation that inspired the yeah. kombucha making. What an absolute angel of a partner to like develop yeah. <laughs> skill just so we always have probiotics in our home. Oh yeah, so is it kind of does it kind of function the same as if you just take a probiotic pill? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the idea. Is it we just, should all be looking at some healthy poops later today. Should we all take pictures and post them online? Yes. <laughs> and then encapsulate it. I mean, I like poop. I think poop works. <laughs> um, all right. Should we get to our haystack game? Yeah. Now, I, I want everyone to know, I think I'm pretty good at deducing what ingredients are in things. Okay, so, so we're guessing all the ingredients. But I'm going to tell you, there's only three ingredients. So there's a really good probability that you guys will guess them all okay. correctly. But when I got home and Googled how to make them last time, I was like, oh, there was a surprising ingredient, one of the three ingredients. Are these butterscotch haystacks or just haystacks? They are butterscotch haystacks. So inspired by the carbohydrate that was sent in for probably eight months in a row by Becky Milner. Yes. And, and, and then other friends with benefits started uh, chiming in with that as well. They kind of forced me into selecting it. Mm-hmm. I told that story last and time. And I was intrigued. Yes. And so now, Googled. now and Wendy now has I'm made ready. some. I've made them so we can all see if we like them or not. Let me take a picture. Got it. Okay. Got the photo. Okay. Snapped. The haystack. Oh, kind, of, kind of melty. So yeah, I should have put them in the fridge when I got here. I think they would have tasted a lot better from the fridge. Sorry. I feel like they're going to taste delicious. Daniel, can you bring those paper towels over? Here, I'm going to trump them to you. Ready? Don't do it. All right, maybe Tony can <laughs> just in case people need it. All right. Now, I have some guesses just from looking at it. Okay. Should I air them? I don't know. It's up to you. Don't we want to play the game? Yeah, let's do Everyone it. Everyone take a bite and then write down your three ingredients. Oh, that's right. I and then we'll see writing. who gets three it. Three ingredients. Okay. And the winner gets a special surprise from my purse. Oh, my God. I didn't bring anything. Let's see what's in there. I can't wait to see. They're very <laughs> crunchy. Well, the sounds are deafening. How many ingredients? Three. So write down your three. Don't share. I'm sorry. They probably were better cold. It's really hot yeah, out. They're good. Oh, they're really good. They're yeah. really good. Doesn't matter if they're melty. I'm going to start looking in my purse for the prize. I want to be able to award it right away. I want that prize. I can taste it. Mm-hmm. No one, no one look at my pad of paper. If everyone gets it right, I'm on the hook for four prizes from my bag. I won't get it right. I'm not good at this stuff. Not with, not with an attitude like that. That's right. This is a very small purse, too. I'm going to give away everything I have. And what region do these hark from? <laughs> <laughs> Ask the haystack. Is it a Midwest kind of deal? I don't know. This haystack is bold. This haystack is light. This bold haystack is medium alcohol. This alcohol is from central France. This is old world. This is... <laughs> Bordeaux, 1947. Ooh. A great year for haystacks. Okay, I have right. mine written down. 
Everyone got their ingredients? <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Um, let's start with Allison. I must admit, I'm a little bit unsure of what is make what the crunchy base is, but I wrote down chow mein noodles, peanut butter, <coughs> excuse me, sugar. Those All are right. my three. Chow okay. mein noodles, peanut butter, sugar. Okay. Tone zone? I said uh, peanut butter, and then I could not think of what those noodles were called, but that's what I was going for. I literally wrote something noodles. And, <laughs> noodles. and, and then I just put butter, because I feel like butter's in mm, everything. Okay. Mm. I went with peanut butter as the butter, and then butterscotch, and then I couldn't think of those noodle things either, so I just wrote pretzel sticks. Yeah, I wondered if they might be pretzels, but I don't, I don't think so based on the color. So I've got raccoon knuckles. <laughs> A liar. No, I put peanut butter, butterscotch, which I'm assuming there's like chips that you put in, I don't know, and then chow mein noodles. I'm relieved to say we only have one winner, and that's Daniel. <gasps> Wait, oh, he got all three ingredients whoa! correct. It's chow mein noodles, peanut butter, me, and butterscotch. everybody. And here comes your prize. <laughs> Daniel, um, you shared this prize with me. It's a dollar. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You won a dollar. Did you get this from the Bank of America? I had only known. I know. Now Daniel has a dollar and no one else does. Damn it. Oh, my God. I just was surprised by the chow mein noodles. When I got home and Googled, I was like, chow mein noodles? That's going to taste. I didn't know it was so exotic. I I, I just wasn't expecting chow mein noodles. Yeah, it was more multicultural than you expect. I thought that it had coconut in it. Mm-mm. That's what you nice You melt the chips, yeah. you fold in the peanut butter, you mix in the chow mein noodles. The whole process <laughs> takes five minutes. Wow. Then you stick them in the fridge. I'd like to just, just to throw it out there, just make, maybe we could subpoena Daniel's um, Google records. Oh, yes. that's a good idea. Um, what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I've got a call from work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the peanut butter, might have cheated. The peanut butter is a surprising uh, element. I wasn't expecting And I didn't I feel foolish for not realizing butterscotch chips, <clears throat> but it's just it it tastes and smells like peanut butter and it's sweet. So I thought sugar, but mm-hmm. I was wrong. When you guys were all not including butterscotch, I was like, Oh man, I'm so stupid. Of course it wouldn't be in there. But I put it as an ingredient just to be like, I got I have to get one of the three. Yeah. Yeah. Well they the are name. called butterscotch hasty. Yeah, I know, that's so. what threw me. I was like I wasn't sure if that was counting as one of the ingredients since it was in the name. Yeah. I yeah. went back and forth. A lot forth of people have a butter. lot of excuses why they didn't win. <laughs> I know, right? God, <laughs> they're so them. jealous My of your dollar. <laughs> they're so jealous. Guys, you're never getting this. <laughs> Give me the goddamn dollar. Mm. So just let the dream die. Hey, Wendy, congratulations on your Emmy nominations. Oh, thank you. Just I one. Had a Not nominations, just I'd one. I'd be willing to bet Wendy's already won some Emmys. Have you? Yeah, you look I've, like someone who's probably won I've some won Emmys. I've won one Emmy in my life, and they yeah. can't take it away from me. So I have it. And it's not even a daytime Emmy. It's a regular ass Emmy. loser's Emmy. This is a real Emmy. Yeah. Was it given one? out at the tech Emmys? Or whatever the pre- way to rain on my parade. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know why. Jesus. Why did I do that? Wow. Want the dollar? Mail it to you and have you assemble it. (laughs) Yes. The animation, outstanding animated program, is given at the Crummies, the Creative Arts Emmys. Um, but it's still a real Emmy, and no one, including you, can take it away from me. So, Wendy, you and I went to college together. You made butterscotch haystacks for my show. There, therefore, you won over. an Emmy. <laughs> I felt that we had a secret 
wink wink agreement where I would was going to win the dollar. And then when you just handed <laughs> it to Daniel, I found that I got a little bit resentful and it came out in my raining on your Don't Emmy worry. I'm sorry. You can win the dollar at the technical butterscotch tax <laughs> competition, well, which is held on a different weekend. <laughs> Wendy, how much better win. how much better do you think winning an Emmy is than having a gold record? <laughs> oh, Daxton. Yeah, no, we don't. neither of those things is anywhere near getting a dollar. I mean, for sure. yeah. I guys, can, I that's for sure. <laughs> no one would pay, pay either of us even one dollar for our trophies. Yeah. I don't think no Do one you wants wanna, them. Would you like to? Hear, we're getting around to how heavily decorated this group of people is as far as awards and yeah. statues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, in my life, have won one statue award one trophy Ooh. And, but i've won several like belt buckles those don't really count oh, this should those be like a, a, a uh we have to guess right? oh yeah, yeah you'll never guess it if you want to get the only trophy actual trophy okay, in try. my life that wasn't a participation one what was it yes i won um i won good sportsmanship <laughs> yeah i would get stuff like that yeah. Camp. yeah okay all right so we're gonna guess i think we're gonna need a few hints is it a sport no, it's okay. um, an event type of thing. Okay, an is event it type of thing. best Dracula at a costume party that was only Dracula's? <laughs> right. Uh, no. Okay. And this is when I was a child. Okay, best okay. child. It wasn't best child. <laughs> okay. But many, multiple time runner up. They don't okay. give a trophy for that. But right. fastest okay. horseshoer. <laughs> no. It was an event. Was it a rodeo event? Yes. I was close. Huh? Yeah. I was yeah. ready too, but I feel like that's a sport. Yeah. So, th- so this is when this is for like young people, like younger. So most of the belt buckles I won, I was like a mm, tween, probably mm. ten to thirteen ish, and then this is pre that. So there's an event that they would hold. It's like a spectacle at the rodeo. Funniest rodeo clown child. Nope. Is children. it? Was there a competition where like there were a bunch of other rodeo people out there? And they would talk for a while, and then you would like latch onto one small thing one of them said, <laughs> and then like do a bit about it, but also never ever let it go. Was there that? Because I, I think you I won that even as a child. That's what you were a prodigy at, probably. I don't know. That doesn't sound like anything I ever had any like. Yeah, no. For. I just thought maybe you did it early in no. life, but I guess maybe it came later. Now I never got to that stage. Oddly enough, that wasn't really my thing. This is more like. Um, Man and beast, or child and beast. The if beautiful you will. sport of cow dancing, where you <laughs> dance with a cow. Again, yeah, like, multiple times on her up. two feet. Yeah, I've done that. They try sure. to not make that a competitive thing. Right. right. That's yeah, all about grace. Yeah, it's the pageantry yeah. there. Mm. Littlest cowboy with the biggest horse. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I probably was that little dude a few times. We don't like, know any like rodeo events, David. We don't know any. You're trying calf, yeah. calf roper, calf roping. Yeah. Me, so that would be that would be like an adults thing. This when I tell you, like, oh yeah, I've heard of that, or maybe you've seen it. Like, uh, it ha- barrel it, racing. Nope, I did pig that. Pig catching. That, oh, uh, uh, this was pig catching. <laughs> closer. Hoop rolling. Not hoop rolling. Waist <laughs> clown catching. <laughs> Further. P- piglet catching. Nope. Not pigs. Oh, but Rabbits. There, there is some kind of baby. Rabbit, rabbit, rabbit punting. Snake getting. 
<laughs> I just tell you. Snake swimming. Get okay, you can tell snake. us. Get that snake. Little kid. It? Little kids out yeah. in a yeah. We're gonna field. A... Catch None snakes. of us know any rodeo events. This is the worst <laughs> okay, audience for this game. Need... I gave, uh, normally my thing is no hints. And then it's just the guessing is over. But I goat kept catching. luring you into it. You, I baby did goats. use to tie down goats. I feel uh, bad for the goats. We're yeah. going to need a drum roll. Goat catching. This was a little activity they call mutton busting, which is little kids riding sheep as far as they can and then they just open the gate now they they're <laughs> well protected so with helmets and stuff no helmet I, my picture was in the paper with my cowboy hat flying off my head as i'm just hugging this little sheep and I, <laughs> it just jetted right to the rest of the herd and then as a group they moved around and i just hung on for i think four or five seconds fourth place i didn't even win Oh. But they had a trophy, <laughs> trophy. They had a trophy for fourth wow. place. Wow. So you came that close to never having ever gotten a trophy. Like, right, correct. If they but didn't I won, happen like, to give it to fourth place. And buckle. I won things, just never yes. actual a first trophy. place trophies. A fourth place. What was your what was your, like your rodeo sport that you were really good at? I could rope okay. Oh, I, I rode calves really well. I was pretty good at that. Because then you just gotta hang on. Yeah. So now is this oh. a full-size sheep that you're uh, mutton your busting? It had a lot of wool. It's pretty woolly. And I was like six or seven. So I can really hug in there. I How wish did you... my kids could do that. I'd love <laughs> to see my kids ride Maybe a sheep. Maybe they could. <laughs> I gotta find out it if that's really still fun. happening. Yeah, I think they still do it if you go to rodeos. Yes. Um, how did your... Because I know that you were a rancher when you were older. Young, but an adult. Yeah. A young adult. But how did you get into this as like a six or seven year old? Oh, just always being around rodeos. Just like, but I mean, I, your parents must have I had a passion for rodeos. Yeah, it was one of those things we liked horses and stuff. So it was like, hey, the rodeos in town, and this was at like a small town rodeo. Do you want to go down? And then, yeah, uh, if you if your children would like to be in the mutton busting, come down and sign up over here at this gate. Yeah, and you yeah. see someone just like waving a clipboard, and I was like, I'll do it. And then I just walked down and signed, and then I got really nervous. Being like, you just have a grown person just dropping you down. Like, there you go, get your legs around him. And then just re- hold on to the neck, and then you're just gripping <laughs> some wool. You've never heard of this, never had any practice, never yeah. seen anyone do it. And they just open a gate, and you're like, here we go. Does and the sheep freak out, or is it, it just bolts? And then there was so. I got fourth, rightfully. So the kid that got first, his sheep ran out to the middle of the arena, jumped straight up in the air, spun around a bunch of times, oh, wow. and jetted away, and he stayed on the entire time. And the crowd was I mean, going nuts. How could he be so good? He he punched me in the stomach when we were like three or four years old. So I always knew who he was. He was like a nemesis I never wanted. I was reaching into like a trough full of ice and beer and Cokes. And then I grabbed At three one. or four. Yeah. Little kid like reached in like, ah. and then I just saw this kid and then he just punched me in the stomach. And so I knew when I heard his name, like, Oh, this piece of shit. And then he just went out there and was the best. And I was like, I just hate him so much more I don't care for that. And what is he doing now? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I hope he's he's probably on Twitter, life. like fucking with you. Good question. I don't know. Um, I don't know, guys. Yeah, maybe he's that tickle guy from your story. <laughs> um, so Owen and Elliot were playing with a box last night. Elliot would get in the box, and then Owen decided he wanted to get in the box, and they were taking turns getting in the box. Um, but at one point, Elliot was in the box, and then Owen walked up to him and just put his face like right up near Elliot's face. And I was like, oh, how cute. Like, t- affect- brother affection. And then Elliot just took his hand out and just went, boom like pushed Owen away. Um, and I realized not like the guy who punched you in the stomach, the way I said it was more aggressive than it was, but I think it was, 
it was like a very animalistic, like you're in my space. I'm going to, and I'm the alpha and I'm pushing you away. And I thought like, oh yeah, of course they're not just going to like nuzzle and be I wonder cute. if he was doing that because we were playing where I would put my forehead on his forehead and he was just laughing. Oh, like, he just, oh like, and that you was and Owen, Owen were? Yeah. Well, his brother didn't appreciate it. I know. I probably set him up for that. Yeah. It is weird how those kind of social dynamics, pecking order, the more dominant one, like all that stuff is so, cause I really, I don't relish any of that stuff. I feel like, you know, we should, it's, it's a meritocracy and we're all egalitarian and everyone gets a fair shake and blah, blah, blah. So just to see them be these little animals. David pushed me on the way in. I, I tried to get into the the. You were pod, five minutes after me. I was what do you already call sitting. this? This pod pod cabin pod cabin. I tried to get him first, and he shoved me out of the way, and he was like, "I'm here first. And it was just really weird. That you know? seems like him. Do you yeah, know how like you him. can tell when people are lying? How? They can't how? remember simple names like the place where they are sitting. No, because I was traumatized by the shove. <laughs> yeah, he just shoved me out of the way. I fell in the bush. I mean, she I has was a broken first. toe. Yeah, it was easy to push me. I was already off center, and mm-hmm. he just gave me the slightest nudge. And there I was in the in the bushes, mm, I mean, screaming. Yeah, you you know I love being in a door first. <laughs> I know. I've made that very now clear. Yeah, you I know. know how important. I know. It is to I forgot yeah. myself and tried to come in first and got pushed over. <laughs> And to my credit, I was going, you know how important this is to me? You know how important this is? <laughs> and you just yeah. were, you were, I think, feel like you had earbuds in or something. You were kind of like bobbing in. your head. I was head. listening to Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> it was like. In the right mental head. I didn't need you to fall into the bush. It was supposed to just be like a gentle. Children be <laughs> That's what I listen to get myself <laughs> jazzed up for this uh, podcast every time. Yes. <laughs> and watch what they say. Yeah. Oh, now we're going to have to pay royalties. Da, 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 yeah. Da. Um. Does anyone else remember when uh, there was an episode of Growing Pains where they used a Tiffany song, like a new nope. Tiffany? I feel like a new <gasps> Tiffany song. It was debuted. like a moving song. Was yes. it like a slow song? Yes. I do remember the family ties where they did, if you don't love me. Bye. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, wasn't right? it? Uh... It was Alex and his girlfriend broke up. I don't think it was that song, though. I think oh, no, it was... Was, was it, it the what? Oh yeah, that's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's it. I'm really bad at remembering music. I'm probably the opposite <laughs> I what of you. Called though, Wait, the polar, one, the complete opposite the of Tony Thaxton. The theme song of Wonder Years. No, 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 no. This was the. What would you what say you at think? this moment? It was when, when he and Ellen broke up with tears his real life wife, Tracy Collins. Yeah, and then he got together with Courtney Cox on the show right. next, maybe. Yeah. Or Lauren. maybe she was first. I don't remember. I don't mm. either. Yeah, I remember hearing that there. song and being incredibly moved as a child. Like, <laughs> what is this song? I must listen to it again. This is a song adults play when they break up. I don't even know this really song, I don't think. Yeah, I feel like, like I must know it. You just don't love me. No, what song did I think it was? Uh, totally different song. If You Don't Know Me by Oh, now. yeah. It's sort of similar, though, right? That dun, yeah, dun, they're a little similar. Dun. There's a reason they were next to each other in my brain. I'm trying to figure out what that's. Oh, it's uh, called "At This Moment" by Billy Vera and the Beaters. Who? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel and I. Our wedding song was going to be "Beyond the Sea." You know mm-hmm. that song, "Somewhere Beyond, Beyond the sea. sea." We both really liked that song. Uh, and then we read the lyrics. Yeah. Well, we found. Yeah, it's very. It's. I think it's about someone who like their spouse. It's like someone died. Yeah, someone dies. And then I think we were still like, that's okay. We're going to hang on to this sheep. And then, <laughs> and then we tried dancing to it. And it's like impossible yeah, to Yeah, so you know to. how like at, at wedding uh, receptions, 
uh, the couple dances. We mm-hmm. thought we'd do that. <laughs> no. So then we just, that was it ridiculous. was like the night before, I think. We switched it to At Last, which everyone uses for their wedding song. It's very unoriginal of us. We should have used the Tiffany song. I mean. Anyway, I, th- I couldn't even hear the music over the din of what, what, what did I do in my head. Yeah. Um, anyway, I do think they debuted a Tiffany song on Golden Girls when Mike was breaking up with Golden her name. Growing <laughs> That's what I mean. I think Mike was breaking up with Julie was her name. I think I may have seen one yeah. episode of Growing Pains in my whole life. I saw all of them. What I will tell you, I typed in Growing, because you know I love to Google. I Typed do. in Growing Pains Tiffany, and then immediately it just brought up Growing Pains episode with Tiffany song, without me typing anything What else. Tell us what else is that? The song, is, the song is called... The oh. flowers you gave me are... Something yeah. about the flowers are dying. All right, well, immediately it said a song called Nasty Habits, but then immediately <laughs> no. under that it says Could Have Been. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Could have been so beautiful. Could have been so right. Yeah. Oh, I think the episode is called Nasty Habits. The song is called Could Have Been. That's, oh, is that the one where the girl does cocaine? Where's my snippet? Where's my snippet? Where's my Let's snippet? stop the podcast and go get some cocaine. <laughs> yes. I feel so powerful. Um, yeah, I think the girl, maybe the nasty habit is the cocaine. Is that why he broke up with her? There is an episode where people are doing cocaine yeah. and he doesn't want to do it. And then he does a PSA at the end of the episode yes. about like, if your friends are pressuring you. The like, IMDB description of the episode only says, Mike will do anything to put off doing his English paper. So Jason, tries, <laughs> so Jason tries a bit of reverse psychology to motivate his son. That's the one with the tip That's episode? nasty habits? According, according to... Uh, I am DB. That show's a fucking mess. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Could have been so beautiful. I just remember the part that was the flowers you gave me are just about to die. When I think about what could have been, been makes me want to cry. Yeah. Could have been so beautiful. Something I was going to say about all of this. Oh, did we ever find any other Wendy snippets? I well the problem is there are some Wendy the dog things. Oh, so yeah. I think oh, that that's this is the that fucking shadow. This is the only one that might be. <laughs> so this could go either way. What the fuck? There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. And the other ones are barking. Yeah. <laughs> those could be those could be me. That's, you true. Don't know. that's true. I did not double check. You guys I just crunched an extra noodle, sorry. It's on, okay. on mic. It's okay. Um this has been so much fun. I have I have relished every moment. I discovered that I kind of like kombucha more than I thought I did. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a bit of a booch head. Would you like to? Would the gentleman like to try the third flavor? I'll try it. Oh yeah, and then Daniel, you can just pass your cup down. Oh, ooh, another mm, great down to me, uh, and I can have a sip. Give and me a little extra for all, Okay. <laughs> While we're all doing that, I'd like to remind you, I'm an Amazon influencer. Uh, go to amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. You can shop my podcast gear, my beauty stuff, makeup, house stuff, kids stuff, Daniel stuff, all sorts of stuff. Go shop it. Also, I have a book out, Tropical Attire and Courage and other phrases that scare me. Also, uh, listen to my Monday episode with Chris Gethard. 
he and Tony are true BFFs, and you can the video of that is um, at youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. Subscribe to that, too, <clears throat> while you're there. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a comment, and also make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. I'm going to try this third one now. This is Lemon Lavender. Yes, it is Lemon Lavender Time. Ooh. It's Lemon, lemon Lavender Time. Yeah, it is that. Lemon Lavender Time. It's interesting. You didn't like this one as much. I don't. I don't like that one as much. That this one's got more thing. of a vinegary flavor to me, and it's like oh, I, I want it to be more like lemonade. No, that was good. I'm sure it's good. Yeah, I'm sure the true booch heads among us like it. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, as a non-booch head, <laughs> how I feel. Um, uh, Dave, where can we find you? Anything particular we should look for? No, um, davidhonsberger.com. Um, <laughs> nothing going on. Big nothingness. Um, I worked on the, just the whole duration of the ongoing pandemic. It took everything out of me, and now it's in that space where it's gently probably going to be getting rejected in the next couple of weeks. So I'll be living in the woods soon. But <laughs> I'll put it on YouTube or something, and I don't know when that will be. But... Um, I have a podcast called Space Cave, which has uh, hundreds of previous episodes. I haven't done any recently. Same thing with uh, Professor Blastoff, which is behind a a paywall on Stitcher. And Wendy and I do a show called These Are Those Tapes, which you can find for free everywhere. It's real. And there's 20 to 30 minute long episodes that are just deep dives, journalistic, hard hitting type things, if you like that. Uh, And that that's brutal stuff. Brutal Brutal, brutal revelatory, make you like turn a mirror on society type stuff. <laughs> yeah. Important is what I've heard. Important. Yeah, uh, and that that's it for me. Wonderful, Wendy. Um, I'm on Twitter at Wendy Molino. Don't follow me. I'm trash. Um, on Instagram, I'm at Great North Wendy. I never post. Um, uh, uh, you can catch up on the Great North, the show that I make with my sister, which is on Hulu. It is animated. <laughs> make it and, sound like it's just some show. Well, yeah, I just make it with my sister. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know. And a lot of other wonderful people, including frequent guest Paul Rust, who yes. is in it. We love him. And Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally. It's a great cast. And Jenny Slate. Now that I've said several, I have to keep saying them. <laughs> oh, otherwise, yeah. it's like I left someone out. Don't um, say Sloan. Um, Aparna Nancherla. And I think I said, Will oh, Forte. and Will Forte, can't leave him out, and Alanis. and Alanis Morissette. So all of those people are in the Great North. You should watch it because you can binge it now. All 13 are on Hulu. And uh, Bob's Burgers, of course. And we'll be back in the fall with both of those in September. Wonderful. Tony? I am on Twitter and Instagram at... Tony Thaxton! And my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday, and the Motion City Soundtrack Tour 2022. Tickets are on sale now, so go get vaccinated so that doesn't get canceled. And Daniel? At Daniel Quantz, Twitter and Instagram. D Quantz on the Snappy. D Quantz. I I re-downloaded Snappy just so we could do filters with Elliot. He, he requested it. That. Oh my god! Yeah. They do have great filters. Yeah, they're pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Dequants on the snappy. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much, you guys, listeners. Thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosie
Hier 